Come on. He is strong. He is powerful. He is Ken Norn. He is CEO of that company. He's an SEO master, digital marketing leader. Excited to have you on. Ken, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Oh, wow. That's a broad question. So I was <laughs> born and no, I'm, I won't go that far back. Uh, uh, that's a loaded question. A little bit about me and my personal life. So I am... Um, married uh, 32 years. I have a, a couple of uh, grown kids now. They're no longer kids, uh, both of which I am blessed to uh, work with each and every day. Uh, my son is our vice president of uh, marketing and sales and not sales and marketing because marketing comes before sales. Um, and uh, so I've uh, and I get to work with my my wonderful wife. We've been in business now for well, I guess this is our fifteenth year, um, and uh, yeah. So that's the personal side. I guess my number one. You, you know, you gave me uh, the title CEO. That's not my uh, most important title. My most important title is dad, uh, and second to that is coach. Uh, I I spent a lot of years coaching uh, sports. Uh, I was the Don Shula of the YMCA at, uh, when I hit something like 350 games coached and I still, that was halfway through my, they, they stopped counting at a point. Um, and I, I find great joy and both, uh, uh, and, and satisfaction, but in both being a, and being a parent, uh, and now a grandparent. Wow. And a coach, um, and so I do. I have a business, which is probably why I'm, you invited me to talk, uh, because I, I have a business side as well. Uh, and so that company uh, was started actually as another company called Build Intelligence Web Solutions, but it was a terrible brand. Nobody could pronounce it. Nobody could spell it. Everybody wanted to call it Build Intelligence. Uh, well, we started that in 2007 and uh, rebranded in 2009 to that company, which is a whole lot easier to to deal with um it's kind of got to give you the who's on first conversation every time you have a call with a client it's like what company that company what company that company <laughs> so um we started that in 2007 uh, by 2010 inc magazine rated us number 183 of the top 500 fastest growing companies in the united states and so Congratulations on on thirty two years of marriage, on on having a great family and being a grandfather. That that's an amazing thing, yeah. and being the coach and the growth of the business. Um, that's yes. obviously a really really impressive thing. So, as you are helping other companies grow, what is it about the world of SEO that 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 was attractive to you? Um, I don't know that it was attractive to me as much as I was kind of drawn into it. So there's a little bit of a backstory here. Uh, prior to opening uh, uh, that company or you know, Bell Intelligence, uh, I was – so I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've been always had this yearn to go and do my own thing, and I did it uh, a number of different times. I had a number of different uh, failures years uh and successes mixed kind of uh and then i got an opportunity to go um work in corporate for, for a while so my background in training i'm actually a, a systems engineer uh, 
and so I got an opportunity to go work for a company to run their IT department. And this was in uh, the late nineties and they were a, uh, retirement community developer and being located in central Florida. That's a thing. Uh, all the old people move here. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> so we had a major competitor in the space. Um, and you may be familiar. I even heard of them at the villages of Florida mm-hmm. and, uh, we were a competitor with them. When I joined the company, uh, I, they were building about 50 homes a year and had about 50 employees. Um, and the owner looked at me and said, hey, you know, if we could figure out uh, this online thing, uh, we could do so much better. And I said, well, you know, old people, they don't use computers. He says, well, that's where you're wrong. Uh, at the time, we were building custom homes or semi-custom homes. Um, and he said, our customers are up in the Rust Belt area of the United States. They're thinking about retiring to Florida. Our product sells from anywhere from three to 500000 um, and that was, you know, 20 years ago, it's not more than that, shoot, 25 years ago. Uh, and he said, uh, you know, they're, they're working white collar jobs right now and they're sitting behind at that time, CRTs they are sitting behind monitors and they're going to use the internet to look at places that they want to retire in Florida. And if we can reach them, I'm like, okay, Hey, you're making tons of sense to me. Uh, uh, I'll figure it out. And it was just at the time that Google was being born that I joined them. At the time, we were using an, an SEO company to help us optimize for Yahoo. Um, but Google was just coming on, uh, coming online. And, and I looked at that and said, we got to figure this Google thing out. And so being a systems engineer, I decided to approach the problem from a, a, a technological problem. I needed to reverse engineer their software. I needed to understand how their systems made choices about what they put in the first position versus what they put in the 10th position versus what they put in the 10,000th position. Um, and so I started to try to understand uh, search engine optimization. Uh, and by 2001, uh, I'd been working on it both at, at the company and I was working on my free time and I had a group of colleagues that was helping me, you know, do experiments and tests to try to understand that's how you figure how you reverse engineer. You make a hypothesis and then you test it. And we were doing all this testing and trying to figure out how Google was doing with it. Yeah. Um, but you may remember in early 2001, there was a wardrobe malfunction. You remember that? Sure. The Super Bowl, uh, Janet Jackson uh, uh, exposed herself on national television. So that night, uh, I I picked up the phone and I, we had, we were really close. We thought we were right on it. And uh, so that night, I picked up the phone and I actually called some friends and said, I, "We've got a proof of concept moment right here with this. Let's see if we can if we can uh, do it." And so Monday morning, my personal website, KenNor.com, uh, ranked number one in Google for uh, Janet Jackson's breast. Oh, wow. <laughs> nothing inappropriate on my website, but we took the rankings. I was even more proud that we were in the number four position for Super Bowl halftime show. Hmm. Um, and we did that overnight. And uh, <laughs> I'll never forget it because by 11 o'clock, I was using a little internet service provider. 
um, called Sundial Internet Services. It takes you back a minute because they were called Sundial not only because of the you know the expression of the old Sundial that tracked time, but no, they were dial-up internet access and they were providing me with the website hosting space for my site and they were big time because they had a t1 line right mm. um and they called me up at about 11 o'clock that morning monday and said um ken uh, we have to shut your website off and i'm like why because we're being killed you're destroy you're destroying our nobody can use our pipeline because there's so many people coming to your website I'm like, okay, cool. Um, and so at that moment, we kind of knew what it was. We, we kind of figured out the, the, the magic of the moment, which by the way, what worked then does not work today, but it's been an ongoing continual reverse engineering. It's never stopped you. The uh, Google is fluid. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, after that, I went back to the company that I was working, working for and I took the number one spot for Florida retirement community. So when I did that, we started just receiving a ridiculous, uh, amount of traffic, uh, and leads and opportunities by 2005, we were generating 34,000 leads a year across the internet, wow. uh, gone from building 50 homes a year to building a thousand homes a year. Uh, I, of course, kind of superstar within the company because I was changing us so dramatically, uh, rapidly uh, rose the ranks, uh, no, no longer in IT became, uh, through a, a number of different steps, became the vice president of operations, had 200 people in my chain of command, uh, and we were on a, an incredible ride. Uh, 2007, I thought to myself, you know what, we could go out and I could do this for other home builders. I could help home builders. That's why we started Build Intelligence. It was uh, intelligent marketing for builders. Uh, and but and there was my first failure in my next business and the business I'm in now. Uh, because I, I said home builders. Yeah, well, by 2008, that was over. Within right. six months, the housing crisis hit and my entire direction of what I was gonna do um, crashed and burned. And so we did a, a pivot, a first of uh, several pivots, uh, but we did a pivot uh, and became uh, marketing agnostic. The, the principles that uh, we applied to search engine optimization are the same. Uh, whether you're a home builder or uh, in any other industry. So we'd made that pivot into an agnostic. I took the number one ranking for SEO company and held that for eight years uh, from 2007 until 2015 when Google at that time turned the search phrase SEO company into a local search. So now instead of getting the best SEO company, which was us undoubtedly, uh, because we were fighting and winning and the the number one uh, competed for keyword amongst SEO companies was the phrase SEO company. Uh, held the number one slot. Like I said, knew all the guys that were in the top 10 slots. So we knew all of those guys and overnight, everyone was gone uh, because they, like I said, turned it into a, a local search. Um, that actually happened over about a three week period. But we decided at that time, there's there comes the next pivot. Uh, let me back up just a minute. In 2008, we signed our first white label contract. Uh, and we were, not, amongst other things, we also were number one for PPC management, which is pay-per-click management. It's the management of Google advertising campaigns. And we had a big SEO firm out in New York City contact us and say, hey, listen, 
um, we do SEO, but we don't do pay-per-click. Would you do our pay-per-click for us? Would you interact with our clients as us? Would you, you know, white label your pay-per-click service to our clients? And we said, yeah. And so we entered into our very first uh, white label and it was a successful agreement and a successful relationship with them by 2000. 11, we had 75 of their clients we were doing pay-per-click for. Um, but anyway, fast forward, 2015 hits, they turned it into a local, and we looked at that and said, you know what? We'd Since then, we had added on two or three other white label agreements, um, and they were also pretty successful. We were doing uh, a, a lot of car dealerships for an agency out of the Chicago area. Uh, under that, uh, under a different white label agreement, we said, we're going to, you know what, with this big change, and if Google, as I like to say, turned SEO into pizza, because local search, when I do a search for pizza, I don't want the best pizza in the country located, you know, a thousand miles from me. I want the pizza around the corner. Right. With SEO, they had turned it into pizza. They had basically say, I don't want the best SEO company across the country. I just want the one around the corner. Uh, which I disagreed with the premise, but I'm not Google. Uh, but if they're going to turn it into pizza, why don't we become the pizza oven for all of these pizza companies that don't know how to bake pizza now that are going to have all this stuff? And so in 2015, we pivoted again and t- turned into uh, a white label uh, provider. So if you do a search today for a white label uh Depending on the, the mood of Google, I might be in the number one or I might be in the number two behind Wikipedia. Wikipedia and me uh, battle over the phrase white label. Uh, but in all of the various terms around white label and marketing, all of those, we have a, a very good spread in those keywords. But we moved into becoming a, a white label a permanent pivot into being a, being a white label digital marketing company where we provide digital marketing services like SEO and pay-per-click and social media and email campaign management for other agencies. And the name was perfect. It was accidental, completely accidental. And that's another SEO story, but we had rebranded into that company. And now we're in the white label space and we're literally that company and that company and that company and that company. Um, And today, six years into that full pivot into white label, we are the back-end service provider for over 500 agencies across the United States, Canada, Europe, and Australia. Wow. So there's the story. That's the SEO story. That's, <laughs> it's amazing. It's <laughs> brilliant right there. You realize I that. It, I would call myself an opportunist in the sense that I didn't go in with this plan. I went in with a skill set that I knew I could use but the opportunities are what drew, you know, pulled me. I wasn't attracted to them as much as, you know, I just was pulled into, you know, just exploiting opportunities that were in front of me. Um, and that ability to pivot has been, I think, a big part of our success. And, and if I think about it too, and I really, really think about it, um, having no ego in the sense that, I wouldn't say I have no ego, but uh, in the sense, though, of having a, a, a clamp on my ego and say, instead of saying, oh, if I build it, they will come, I go, no, 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 no. If they want it, I'll go there. Uh, I will, I, I'm not hung up that my idea is the best. I'll just go where it makes the most sense to go, if that makes any sense. It does. 
So for people who are listening uh, and you're an organization, a company that, that, that wants to be doing a better job with their SEO, do they come to you directly or are you serving other agencies? Yeah, so that's all. That's always an interesting question. So we um, we do uh, our. I don't go out as a company. We don't go out and hunt direct business. Um, if somebody comes to us and wants uh, us to do work from, of course, well, we don't turn away business. But it's not our main thrust. Our main thrust is to go attract other agencies uh, and work with them. So. You know, you've got a 500 chances out there that you'll actually work with an agency that we do the service for and you just won't know it. Um, but if you wanted to work with us, you certainly could contact us and we would be more than glad to to work with you. If you go to thatcompany.com, though, it, it's going to be an experience of what, you know, are you interested in a white label? So you're going to have to kind of navigate that we don't hunt direct. But if you fill out a form, I'm sure one of our people will get back to you and help you. Without it. I like it. Well, in my research, I know that, that I was reading something about the sevens. Tell me a little bit about the that. Sevens. Oh, man. So this is personal and it's deep. So I the sevens work, uh, talk about – let me see if I can explain it and come, come around to it in a, in a way. There's the how we do things, right? And I get interviewed and I talk to people and I coach people on you know how you can – you know, improve your business, constantly talking with clients about how we make them grow and, and better. But more important to me um, than the how uh, is remembering the why. Like, why do I, why do we do this? And, you know, why do, why do I put, pour so much of my uh, soul into this, you know, and I think it's true for a lot of entrepreneurs. We uh, entrepreneurs just, they love what they do and they get just absorbed in it and they go, but there's a, there's a why. And sometimes people forget what the why is. And, and the sevens are about, um, helping you if you don't already know, and sometimes you think, you know, but the sevens will actually make, you know, why you do what you do. And so the sevens work like this. Um, and so, I usually tell people as I do this, close your eyes and imagine for a moment, but if they're listening to your podcast while driving, don't do that. You guys <laughs> do this later. Right. Um, but uh, so close your eyes for a minute and, and just imagine just for a minute that you had uh, seven years to live that in seven years from now uh, it was over. What would you want to accomplish uh, with your life? Who would you want to be around who would you want in your life? What things are important? And you make this list of, of the, the things you want to accomplish and the, who you want to be around. Um, and when I did this at the time, by the way, I was a big time online gamer. I was, I had a family. The first time I figured this out, my, my family, my kids were like um, six and seven years old. And I was a big time online gamer at the time. Um, and I know that me being old uh it's like online gaming yeah i played a game called everquest i was big time addicted to it uh and i spent a lot of free time doing that uh and i asked myself this question and i came up with my list of things that i wanted to do i asked uh you know what what i, what I wanted to do then you take the next step down and you go okay well that's that list and now i've got seven months seven months to live 
what's my list look like now? And it dramatically changes from seven years to seven months, by the way. If you stop and do that exercise, you suddenly go, yeah, there's some things. Make, making a level 30 cleric on my, on EverQuest was not on my list either <laughs> seven years or seven months. Um, then you walk it down and you say seven weeks. Then seven days. Seven hours. Seven minutes. And then when you look at that list of seven minutes and you realize the things that are really important, and I'll share for me the things that were really important were my wife and my kids, um, and still are, um, my family. Those are who I wanted to have close to me. The things that I wanted to accomplish were no longer about business goals or anything like that. The things that I wanted to accomplish was to tell them how much I love them, for them to know how much they meant to me. The question that you're faced with at that moment then is, why aren't you doing that today? Because, and why are you doing all these other things? Why are you putting other things maybe that are, that you're believing are more important um, than those things that are on your seven minute list or your seven hour list or your seven day list? Why are you not doing those now? Because none of us know the day, the hour, man. I, you know, I, I hang up this call with you and uh, a meteor could fall through the roof and, and it's over. Have I told the people that I care about how much I care about them? Are my seven minute list taken care of? Is my seven hour, my seven day list taken care of? Then you begin to realize why you do all this stuff because that's the core, man. That's the core. And so there's my sevens. I love it. That's a super powerful exercise and not one that I've done, but I will do that later today. And I'm going to report yes. back to you, uh, re- <laughs> kind of report back how that went. Well, you know what? You don't even have to tell me how it went because if it, <laughs> if it, if one person just changes their view on, on the world for a minute and realizes their core, why I'm a happy guy, man. Um, and, uh, you know, it's powerful. It really is. And maybe you're doing it all right already. Maybe you have it all lined up. I didn't. I certainly the first time I did. And as life goes on, your sevens change too. Um, you know, when you back out and look a little further out, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm not spending every minute about what's in my seven minute list. I do look out at what I want to accomplish in the next seven months. Um, I want to provide for the financial security of my family that I can accomplish with, you know, some more time. I can't do that in seven minutes, but anyway, the why is really important and it keeps you motivated. People talk about entrepreneurs need to have motivation. Um, that's, that's the why, man. So anyway, I love sorry, it. I'm it's powerful. On. It's good stuff. <laughs> Well, Kent, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Absolutely. people learn more about you and how can people engage with you best? Uh, that company.com. It's not hard to remember. Uh, and we, uh, cause they keep me out on you know, various different podcasts and whatnot. If you want to go to that company.com slash podcast, uh, there'll be an offer there. Even if you're listening to this podcast five years from now, um, so I don't know what the offer will be when you go look. I think they're, I think the one of the things they're giving away right now is a free joke book, a marketing joke book, you know, marketing's no joke. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you want to connect there, if you want to connect with me, uh, online, I got the, or in social media, 
I got this really strange thing about me. I'm in the social media and online digital marketing space, but Facebook is my personal private world. Like, uh, only will actually connect with you if I've actually met you. Um, but if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's Ken Nor K E N K N O R R. If you want to catch me on LinkedIn, uh, same thing, just do a search for Ken Nor and that company. And I'll be glad to connect with you there on a professional level. Um, so, and of course you can call that company and ask to talk to me and I'll be glad, glad to talk with anybody. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Ken your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to thatcompany.com, check out the great resources and go to thatcompany.com slash podcast and take advantage of the free offer. You can find Ken on social media, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I'll list those in the notes of the show. And should you know Ken in person, well, then by all means, connect with him on Facebook as well. Sure. Thanks again, Ken. Hey, thank you, uh, George. I really do appreciate you having me on, man. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.